with sports, the swollen, throbbing cornucopia of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hey. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 167. No one's going to listen to this stupid podcast on a Thursday anyway. <laughs> how are we? Dude, you want to know how I'm doing? Look at my shirt. Yeah. Oh, the Outcome Theory shirt. Very nice. I, I was inspired this morning because there was a uh, work chat going on. Some mm-hmm. Microsoft Teams. We don't use Slack. Microsoft Teams thread about... Um, this Sales guy, this guy who wrote a book about probability, and people were going back and forth about probability theories and stuff like that. I was like, oh, straighten them out. Yeah, they were not <laughs> impressed, but it's like, dude, three doors, one prize. Yeah, it's hard to be impressed by the truth sometimes. Yeah, that's right. It's just it's over, these are not smart people. It was over <laughs> their heads. <laughs> I almost wore yeah. mine. I mean, it's 50-50 whether or not I That's wear true. mine tonight. That's true. Yeah. That's so. true. I didn't, but I could have. How's your guys' tea tonight? I'm just drinking hot water. That's Sounds what, that's great. Where my, that's where my tea is right now. I mean, when we, when we got on this call about 8.50... It was hot. It was and, hot. And now it's, it's, it's 11 50 almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three hours have passed. I we um, have a lot to discuss. Yeah. It's gonna, I'm, I'm fading. I'm fading. But otherwise, you know. And Reed, you're coasting on your tryptophan. Oh, yeah. I'm full of tea. I already had my Thanksgiving dinner. I no, am, uh, I'm riding high on my tea. You told me, but I wasn't listening. Now, why do you have? Why did you have your Thanksgiving dinner on a Wednesday night? They're Mormon. I don't really. Uh, that's a good question. I'm still not really sure why, but it was a religious thing, right? It was. Yeah. Was it in conjunction with your church dinner, your body life dinner? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it is Wednesday night. <laughs> it's Wednesday yeah, night. I don't so. know. Y'all got together for a little fellowship? I guess it's 2020. Nothing matters anymore, so why the hell not? Do what you want. You're going to anyway, right? I mean, (laughs) so... That's... uh, So you you sound like my mom. (laughs) (laughs) I talked to my mom last week about Thanksgiving, and, well, this is how she she broached the subject. We were talking about something else, and she goes, well, you want to talk about Thanksgiving? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure, thinking... Oh boy, this is gonna be awkward when they say anything. Yeah. And she just goes, "It ain't happening." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, nice. yeah, okay, that works. Yes, yeah. I agree. It is not happening. I we are not coming to your house, and you are not coming here." So, well, yeah, I told I told my mom I was like, "Look, you don't have to worry about cooking." I was like, "Especially if we're gonna have a Wednesday, let's just order a royal feast from the real Pizza King." And uh, do our thing, but you know, I I work. Eat this off the morning. nice paper plates. That's right. <laughs> I worked this morning and went over there, and, and I'll be damned if it wasn't turkey and dressing and sweet potato casserole, green beans, whipped potatoes, gravy. What's the, the difference between dressing and stuffing? Stuffing is inside the bird. Dressing is not. I can't dressing my well. You know. 
Uh, yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> the, but the, we had like the gizzard, the regular old like gizzard gravy with boiled egg. Excuse me, with boiled Bold. eggs. Boiled eggs. And uh, like gizzards and other things in there, which sounds disgusting, but it's delicious. Hmm. Wait, you said there's uh, egg in it? Yeah, bold egg. Bold, bold egg. egg in the gravy? Yeah, chopped up. What? Yeah, it's weird, but it's good. Okay. I. Yeah. Cranberry sauce out of the can, just that nasty yeah. jelly. That's where it's Some, at. I was going to say, sometimes that's no what way. you need, though. Same with green beans. Oh, yeah. You don't need, you don't want fresh green beans. It's got to be out of the can. Just, there's a few things like that. It's better that way. Oh, see, this time we usually have canned green beans, but from my uncle's garden that's canned, meaning in ball jars. Okay. But this time we just had fresh green beans, like, uh, not really fried, but what do you do? Like saute them mm. in a little oil and that's they ac- were good. That's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. They were good. They got a little, they still got a little, uh, pop to them, mm-hmm. a little crispiness to them. Mm. You but, know, there's, there's very few things that, um people have such strong opinions about besides like as much as they have opinions about the way Thanksgiving should be done for as much as those people don't actually do any of the preparing of the food. Like that's, I have that. I mean, that's like, Oh yeah. That's a good place to be in life. If things aren't right, but I'm not cooking anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I am not touching it, but I have a very specific way that this needs to be made. That's that for, that's when you're in a good place in life. Yeah. We got Mm. some kind of weird dish. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. This is not, this is not (laughs) correct. This doesn't work. Did you, now you typically have like a pretty good appetizer spread too, right? Reed? Like your that's family Christmas, does. That's Christmas Eve. Oh, that's Christmas Eve. Okay. Because yeah. I thought, I was wondering if you had break that. Break out their charcuterie. Yeah. Mm, Christmas love, Eve, which I'm I sure Christmas Eve is going to be weird this year too. But it'll probably just be my immediate family again this year. But yeah, usually we get together with my aunt and uncle and my cousins and my little cousins and all that, but not this year. Now, what day do you suspect you'll celebrate Christmas Eve? Probably the Tuesday before? <clears throat> well, it's funny because my dad's birthday is the 23rd, the day before Christmas Eve. That is like funny. The, but, for the <laughs> <laughs> but for the past 10 years, he hates that his birthday is right before Christmas because he's traumatized as a little kid where they're like, we'll just get you a big present on Christmas mm, and hell mm. with your birthday. So sometimes you'll just get a text from my dad on like the 19th of December and be like, Today's my birthday. Come over tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we might celebrate Christmas next week. Hell, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he should move Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Leave his birthday the same. Yeah. We've got to change Jesus' birthday. Yeah, Yeah. not yours. Let's get our priorities straight here. Well, um, I think Jesus was actually born in like September or something anyway. So, yeah. Correct. Mm. Correct. Allegedly. I, he was I'd, a Virgo. I'd, ce- I'd celebrate Will- Willardmas. Yeah. <laughs> Willardmas? Yeah. yeah. Why not? Well, thanks for joining us, everybody, on our sports podcast. I, I don't know how we get on these topics. That was a good five. That was only a good five minutes, though. We didn't do a yeah. solid 10. No. Nope. Um, but we, we typically have a, a Thanksgiving themed uh, episode that comes out around this time. 
what we usually do is stack them. Hey, here's a little That's behind right. the scenes, folks. We usually record this one early. We um, work overtime on the week before, typically. Mm-hmm. But seeing it, which puts us at about 4 a.m. by the time we roll right. out of there. But seeing <laughs> yeah, it as is how, a late night. <laughs> seeing as how we were all, uh, were all basically locked down to our homes, no one was going anywhere. Hey, and, and, and there's good stories and, this week. Lots of good stories. And, there and there's are. good stories. And we good forgot headlines. to record two last week. I think it was just all, all the stars aligning. Yeah. So yeah. finally, we, we did get some good stories. So without further ado, let's get into this. Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Hey, first up, Reed. How? Huh? Nick oh. Saban versus Rona, round two. What's the story here? Thoughts and prayers. So far, Coach Saban of the number one ranked 7-0 Alabama Crimson Tide is 1-0 versus the Rona. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we're going to get that evened up this week. Coach Saban has actually contracted the Rona this time. So he uh, didn't now, have it the first time, though. No, it was the a false first positive. Time was a was a false positive uh, because he had three oh. negatives in a row. This time, he's actually showing symptoms, which, from what I understand, is only a runny nose. But because he's showing symptoms, the protocol is that even if he gets another negative, he still has to sit out because he's showing symptoms. Mm. So he is out. For, for the, the biggest, for the biggest, best, and baddest rivalry in college football, the Iron Bowl, which is mm. Saturday at three three thirty, called by the one and only Gary Danielson. That's for you, Seal Child. And uh, so he will not be on the field this week. Uh, the coaching uh, responsibilities, head coaching responsibilities, will be taken over by Steve Sarkeesian of Atlanta Falcons and uh, Southern Cal fame. Uh, big game. I think Auburn's coming into this at four and three. It is in Tuscaloosa. The one big bummer about this, uh, as a as a, a little insider information for uh, from Bama fans here, is that it's Senior Day. It's the last home game in Tuscaloosa, mm. and we have seventeen seniors on the team this year. So Saban will not be there uh, for Senior Day, but. Um, Actually, yeah. I'm more confident than I've been coming into an Iron Bowl in many, many years. I think this is going to be – it's always a good matchup because, you know, Al, or, uh, Auburn always comes to play because it's the biggest game of the year for those two teams. But I don't think Alabama's offense can be stopped this year. Man, there was a lot, a lot to unpack there. Like, I don't even know. Should I go rapid fire? Go sure. for it. Hit me. Hit me. I mean, Nick Saban, he got it the second time because he's not a quitter. He's got a runny nose. That's true. Has, hasn't he heard this is a passing league now? Uh, let's see. What else? <laughs> what, else, what else did I hear in there? Uh, senior day. Senior day, yeah. You can't be around the senior citizens if, you've, if you contract a corona. True. That's, That's true. you got to stay are, away. Those are the three I remember just right off I the like top it. of my head. I there, like There's some good stuff in there. I haven't looked up the spread for this game, but I have a feeling Alabama could win by... If I were setting the spread, this is for you, Rowdy, I would set the spread at Alabama at minus 27. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, also, one more. You said it was the biggest (laughs) and baddest. You said it was the biggest and baddest 
uh, rivalry. Rivalry, yep. And I, I, I say to you, sir, the $5 and <laughs> bits of broken chair trophy, uh, big to true. differ. Touche, Minnesota, sir. Nebraska, Minnesota, Nebraska, $5 and bits of broken chair, fantastic rivalry. Touche, that's a good one. The other thing I don't like about this COVID year in uh, college football is that there is no... Uh, like succinct uh, rivalry week, like the Civil War has already happened. Hmm. Like with the some of the rivalry games have already been played, and that's because the Pac-12 decided they were going to be tardy to the party and not start mm. for like eight weeks after everybody else started. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you say twenty-seven? You know, the left coast. Yeah, minus twenty-seven. Say, Rowdy, what do you think of that line? I mean, He's speechless. Minus 27, the over-under at... That seems ridiculous, 50, right? The over-under at 59. If we were talking I about think, any other team except for Alabama. <coughs> well, I think right now line? it's 24 and a half. Okay. And the over-under is at 62 and a half. Boom! Look at me! Yeah, that's Thank pretty you. good. I'm patting myself on the back right now. <coughs> it actually opened at 23 and a half. It's so much money. Oh, uh, money's coming in on the On Warrior. Alabama. I... No, or on Bama, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it it pulled up a point. So, yeah, they're a they're a three touchdown and a field goal favorite. And hmm. this year they can actually kick field goals, so that might actually happen. Yeah. So did or he really so get far. it? So you think he was he was uh, COVID negative last time, but was getting the positive test, getting the false positive. That's well, what he they, got. Did a, they come out he, and say that. Yeah, he got a positive, and then for three consecutive days after the positive, he tested negative, and that's why he mm. was cleared for the, what was that, the Georgia game. That was the big game, Georgia yeah. game. This is the second big game that he's come back. I think he's trying to dodge dodge the big game. He knows that oh. this season is, is you weird. Think he's, you think he's a Seminole at heart? He, he's, yeah, he's got a little <laughs> bit of that Florida State garnet and yellow <laughs> running through his, his veins. He might. I, he might. I don't I know why he would. There's no reason to, but uh, <laughs> Gus Malzahn, I mean, he's going to probably try to use this to his advantage, but I just don't think it's going to work. Although uh, Auburn did win last year against Mac Jones. He threw two pick sixes. And the seniors that are graduating this year that played for Alabama for four years are currently one and two against Auburn. Hmm. Auburn is the team that has beat Nick Saban. In the SEC, Auburn holds the record for defeats of Alabama at, I think, in Saban's tenure, four. Hmm. Hey, Rowdy. Right. As, as an early adopter of COVID, right. uh, how does it make you feel? Oh, yeah, Rowdy had COVID back in what, January, late January, early February? Way before it was cool. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I think you had the original pressing, too. I mean, it wasn't like a reissue. Like you no, no, no. It. it was, yeah. Rowdy's patient source. zero, at least for the Hoosier land. Yeah. He, he's patient beta for sure, uh, <laughs> if, not, if not zero. Beta uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, now I got it. Uh, do you, how do you feel about this? This guy, I mean, he just wants it so bad that he, he went out, he falsified a test the first time, mm. and he got caught trying to falsify the test. Mm. Busted, it, brah. 
And then he comes out again. And now he says he's got a runny nose. Right. I mean, As someone who's had it, I would say this is stolen valor. Oh. For sure, right? Okay. Cut, thank cut you. and dry cases, stolen valor. All right. Uh, well, he's got the patches on the arm, but he doesn't know where he served. Exactly. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, next up. You, oh, sorry. What, what? What's that? No, go ahead. All right. Well, next up, uh, just wanted to uh, to congratulate the dinos for winning the giant sword. Burr, 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 burr. Dinos. I believe, I believe it's pronounced sword. Sword. Mm. So what we're talking about here is the Korean baseball organization champs this year are the NC Dinos. The North Carolina Dinos could be not North Carolina. Carolina. It's uh, they're named after NCSoft, who is a Mm. video game publisher, and they own the team because every Korean baseball team is owned by some by a video game huge organization. So there's Mm -hmm. like the um, uh, the Samsung Lions, the the Kia Tigers, yeah, they're all the LG Twins. So there's all they're all uh, all these crazy multinational corporations. But um, this one is actually they're they're one of the newer teams, and they uh, they won four two Korean Series triumph over the Doosan Bears, and the trophy this year is this gigantic sword. Uh, which is apparently from a video game called Lineage. Uh, so one of the games series that uh, NCSoft publishes is called uh, Lineage, and so this is apparently the execution sword from the game. It's the it's the most nice. powerful item in the game, and this is like I'd say like one and a half times scale. Like when you see the players lifting up the sword, it's just this is a massive sword. Um, yeah, it's what as was tall that sword as, from it's as tall Game as of man, Thrones? Right? What was that sword from Game of Thrones uh, that Jon Snow carried? It's way bigger than that. It's yeah. this is like Conan size. Yeah, it's it's humongous. Um, but yeah, it's I, I will say I hope that this catches on because giant swords or just giant prop weapons, that's a great. That's way better than any trophy I've seen here in America. I think we yeah. can all agree on that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so this was the unofficial. Um, this was the unofficial trophy. This was given to the NC Dinos by their ownership, I believe. Uh, I don't think this is the official. Oh, it's not sanctioned. Okay. It's a non-sanctioned. Okay. Oh, so they still have the boring, the boring old trophy. They got Apparently. some, some okay. kind of lame-o trophy like MLB or something. Well, I think we, I yeah. think we can, I think we can go ahead and make the case that this should be swapped. This should be the just replace the, it. the official trophy. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's got to be six feet tall. Yeah, oh, it's, it's it's gigantic. Monstrous. How heavy do you think that thing is? I don't know. I'm guessing it's like carbon fiber or something. Huh? They joined the league in 2013. And it's their first championship. And they've yeah. already won? Jeez. Yeah, yeah. so to, yeah. to give kind of an introduction to the team, since they are fairly new, I know you, most people are probably pretty familiar with the rest of pretty the familiar. Korean baseball yeah. organization teams, but <laughs> um, I went to the ncdinos.com uh, page to learn a little bit more about the team, but it's all in Korean. So I Google translated, 
And this is, this is the club introduction. Baseball is a diary of memories that reminds me of my childhood. Baseball is a playground where lovers love, friends, and friendship build up. There are people in them, and there are dreams. NC Dino's <laughs> dreams of empowering people and making the world fun through baseball. NC Dino's, born as the ninth heart of Korean professional baseball, will be with you. NC will achieve <laughs> dreams with you through challenge and trust. So, uh, without hesitation, let's go without hesitations, stronger together. Um, mm -hmm. and, and apparently they, they also have, uh, as, as someone who studied graphic design, I appreciate they have a, an entire page dedicated to their, uh, their visual identity. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So they say the visual identity of NC Dinos is the meaning of a strong and young club that presents a new vision of baseball culture and the will to position as a prestigious professional baseball team in Korea with the logo of Dinos, Dinosaur. I put it in color. <laughs> <laughs> it's a color logo. <laughs> Do you like it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So I started I out in black and white. Drew it with pencil. Put it in color. Yes. Put it in color. Well, that's really nice of whoever wrote that little page. So and so dinos. It's not dinos. No, sure. it's the dinos, like dinosaurs, because they're they're dinosaur, uh, yeah yeah. So they're they're um, they're. Logo is based on a dinosaur, and then they they also have a um, uh, a brontosaurus and a T Rex mascot. Mm. What what kind of dinosaur is their logo? Um, not a very Do good you know? one. Oh yeah, it's but just, is it in color? It, but is it in? Color? It is in color. Um, <laughs> I, it's hard to tell. So that they claim that the S two fifty six. They yeah. they claim that the S makes a tail. Um. Well, no, it doesn't. They, yeah, because they say the D represents the roaring dino's head, uh, and the hard, S hard, represents the dynamically moving that. dino's tail. No. Oh, so they're using like uh, uh, English letters, or that's not the that's not the. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's all in English. You okay. know what? I'm thinking about this now, and I think we're focusing on the wrong thing. Mm. So I want to circle us back around to something. They got a giant sword. As <laughs> yes. A trophy. They sure did. <laughs> yes. And they, they pull it out and wave it around. Yeah, they pull it out and they wave it around, like, somewhat carelessly, if I... It comes in, like, some kind of uh, stone or some kind of thing. They wheel it out from the video I saw, and then they pull it out and hold it up and... Yeah, it was like a plexiglass or, like, a... I'm sure there's a, an appropriate term for that in the collectibles world, but I don't know And then they yell, Thundercats, ho. Ho, yes, for sure. Uh, but what's the game? The game that this comes from is called Lineage? Baseball. Lineage, yeah. Baseball. <laughs> baseball. Oh. Tell yeah. me more about this baseball. <laughs> this is a... Is this an MMO? No, what is... I read that it's an MMO. Yes. You tried to explain this to me again. You yeah, got very offended that I wanted you to define what Right. It was. So you basically <laughs> when you when you start the game, you can choose your character class. You can either be an elf, a dark elf, a knight, a prince, a magician, a dragon knight, or an illusionist. Mm. Now if the princes are the only class that can lead a blood pledge, uh, which is the, the <laughs> lineage's term for a guild or a clan. Um Yipes. Sounds really... Are attack the, points uh, to you. If, so if that doesn't yeah. sound fun enough, 
accor <laughs> according to Wikipedia, uh, gameplay is based upon a, a castle siege system, which allows castle owners to set tax rates in neighboring cities and collect taxes on items purchased in stores within those cities. Um, so you can also kill monsters and complete quests. Um, you know, they've got things like you can add charisma and stuff to your character. I could use some of that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's essentially just a giant, uh, uh, feudal taxation system. It sounds like it's yeah. Serfdom. So this is what people do to, to get away, huh? To, to just yeah. unplug, they go to these MMOs, yeah. which is what a massive lead. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to escape by paying taxes to the, the yeah. prince yeah. when I buy stuff in the store. Yeah. Prince Carl from my blood guild is really just, just leeching me dry in, yeah. in yeah. my online world of lineage. Now, what is MMO again? Uh, massive multiplayer online game. So this is actually, this is actually an MMORPG. So this is a massive oh. multi, massively multiplayer online role-playing game. So mm. like World of Warcraft, um, Diablo, things like that. Ultima, if you, if you remember any of those games. I don't remember any of them because I've never played them. And I'm what not about bashing like anybody Skyrim? who has played them. Yes, yeah, yeah, okay, so that's a good example. So Skyrim is an RPG, but it's not an MMORPG. Wait, okay. What's the, how's that? So different? RPG is just a role-playing game. So it's the same so kind I'm of thing where it's like uh, it's basically video game plus math. So I'm you. That's that's what I'm saying, Snoop. Like like we've talked. No. We if you remember back to our our the Charles Barkley, uh, hard path. The Charles Barkley uh, JRPG. So JRPG is Japanese RPG. It's just mm -hmm. math. It's just, it's just, no, it's just, it's math and stats, and it's, Dude, it sounds awful to me, but I think if you, house, if you though. started to play one of these, I really think you would become just, a so, huge no, RPG fan. I, I don't want to move my character around. I want someone else to move my character around. And you could just I be get, the, the, um, I get their stats. You could just be the blood pledge prince who's collecting taxes. You're yeah, setting, you you're know, setting the tax true. rates. You could just be. The you don't boss. have to walk anywhere. You just stay in your castle and set tax yeah, rates. Yeah, because but if it's a role, paper. If, it's a, if it's an RPG, like I play fantasy because they're just stat generating robots. Mm -hmm. So like I don't play a role. I just pick the people and and garner whatever stats they can get. Uh, By the way, where are you in fantasy currently, Snoop? Uh, Fourth. Looking up, looking up at you. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Uh, I know Roll Tide's in first. That I, I wasn't trying to promote myself, but I was just. You, I, I I see you down there. You're coming. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, week six I was eleventh out of twelve. So. Oh yeah, it's been crazy. I'm sh and I'm sure all our listeners love hearing about our fantasy. Yep. Uh, what? Lead, uh, but. So I. But I get. I. I'm not. I'm not bashing anybody for playing mm -hmm. these games either, because I played Blazeball for a week and it was amazing, and it was. It was. Very it, that game doesn't make any sense. It's like a, a bizarro RPG, right? Where it's like a, it's basically like a chaos engine. Yeah, 
where you bet on on fake baseball games. Yeah, that's an RPG. Yeah, that would oh, I would say that's probably that would be yes. considered. Actually, yes. that would be con- probably considered an MMORPG because everyone's in the same game together. So you, it's just a that's true. it's yeah, so you see that's yeah, what I'm I saying. Play, I I just don't so want to It just took it just us. took the moving the guy around part. I don't want to move the guy. Where that's around. all I like to do is move the guy around. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to I don't want to deal with up. the math. So yeah, t- together we could we yeah, we could take you on You guys could make some money doing yeah, this. We could take on some Korean gamers. Yeah. What was that guy from what was that a Warcraft uh, Leroy Leroy Jenkins? Le- yeah, that Leroy was Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can be my Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. (laughs) 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 All right. What else we got? All right. Well, there's trouble brewing in Big Bad Barry's world. Um, Barry Sanders caused the Uh uh, cancellation of a a new beer on Monday, one day after it was announced. Um, Easter Market Brewing Company in Detroit announced a beer called Same Old Lager. Um, on mm, su- this past Sunday, it was a Lions-themed beer, which featured an 8-bit version of, speaking of video games, an 8-bit version of Barry Sanders uh, on the can. And so it is pixelated, but it's very obviously it's Tecmo, Dion. Tecmo Bowl. Or Dion, Barry. Oh, yeah. The same guy, right? Is, yeah, are, they, are they related? Barry, Sanders. Barry and yep. Dion? The twin brothers. Can, can Barry <laughs> sing, <laughs> though? Offense, def- offense, defense. Yeah. Can Barry sing? Yeah. I bet he can Dion. sing better than Dion. Yeah. Everybody can. I guarantee that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the money. Uh, the, the can, it's, uh, that, you know, that song is dope. Uh, well, parts of it are. Uh, that can is awesome. Did yeah, see a it's a great-looking can. can. They pulled it? Yeah. Uh, with, with, it's definitely Dion because even though they pixelated it, <laughs> It's, um, De- I said Dion. It's Barry. definitely Barry because <laughs> it's pixelated. So you it, couldn't tell. St- you couldn't tell. You I think could- that holds up in court that you can't tell who this is. You thought it was Dion <laughs> Sanders. Big Twenty on his chest. It's clearly. Yeah, Barry but that Sanders. doesn't mean anything to me. If I saw this, I'd be like football guy, generic football guy. <laughs> I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even Case know what closed. Yeah, I wouldn't guy. even know what team that was. <laughs> the, yeah. I, I need to talk to Eastern Market Brewing Company because. I could be a witness in this in this court case. I'm, if it's a court case, I don't know. I don't think it's a court case. I think they just decided, okay, we're just not going to make this beer. But yes, hello. I hear you're looking for an ignorant witness. That's me. <laughs> they yeah. said uh, they described this beer as it's a, uh, exactly what you'd expect, and plays off Detroit's struggles after false hopes each season. Uh, they said it's light, crisp, and always leaves you wanting more. Just keep telling yourself the next beer will be the beer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Which so is what's what it means the uh, what's fan. the agido factor on this beer? Because the last time I was in the Detroit metro area and I drank copious amounts of Labatt Blue Light, I had heartburn for four days. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. This is so. This is a four and a half percent alcohol. Um, let me look up. Uh, you said oh, Labatt Blue Light. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's like that's a, that. Okay, so this is a, a half a percentage higher than okay. Labatt Blue Light. So I don't know. 
But I bet it's I bet it's uh, cold filtered instead of pasteurized. Labatt is pasteurized beer. It's like most beers are pasteurized. It's Canadian. Unless you the thing like Coors is not pasteurized. That's mm-hmm. why it's cold filtered. Yeah. That's so they don't have to pasteurize yeah. it. Yeah. I got the khakis flowing right now. They're delicious. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, Miller Genuine Draft, also not pasteurized. That's why nobody it wants it. Par beer. Yeah. You, nobody you wants that cheese beer. I don't want MGD that cheese beer. Okay, but guys, do you know that MGD is just, and uh, th- maybe this isn't going to help the case, but MGD is just high life. But instead of pasteurizing it, they they charcoal filter it. That's the only difference between MGD and Miller High Life. Oh, that makes yeah. complete sense because they're both garbage. <laughs> like so, I said, but it if may you charcoal case, filter, what are you filtering out? Everything that would you would kill when you pasteurize it. I'd say leave that in. Add, <laughs> add some okay. character to it. I don't know. Yeah, get yeah, some bretomyces in there. Make it funky. <laughs> Maybe that's why we got the Ronas. We got all these charcoal filters around here, and, and we're, <laughs> yes, we're hurting right. ourselves by taking out the impurities. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to lick more doorknobs. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Although, if impurities, if charcoal filters took out impurities, then High Life and MGD would not exist because they just come out as pure water. Mm, pure headaches. That's yeah. that's what I'm wondering. Instant it's like headache. that's why they it's that's why they taste like yeah. Yeah. So, mm. uh, Corbell Eastern Brute. Market. Eastern Market is a cool area too. So I I would, this was enough. If if the whole marketing plan was just to get attention locally, because like same old lager is supposed to play off same old lions. The next year will be the beer. You know the whole idea is just like focusing on lions fans. They put Barry Sanders on there, and then all of a sudden like he sues them, and the whole thing blows up. If that was their marketing plan, it worked. Yeah. The next time I'm in Detroit. I'm going to go there, which I would it's not true. have even known about it had they not pulled the stunt. Now, I don't know if it was a stunt. They didn't answer their phone, so they ne- we never got a, a comment from them. But it seems pretty smart, right? I think so. Cool I agree. Yeah. yeah. What was Barry's objection? Just using his likeness? He didn't get paid. Yeah, well, I, the, hey. Sir, sir, what is any professional athlete's objection? That's true. Not getting paid. Yeah. Any, any, uh, any of the upper class. Well, it's, it's, also, it's interesting it's too because every amateur's athlete's objection. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. These guys, they're. It looks like their focus is like sours and IPAs. Is, I do love is, a sour. And, uh, and ghosts. Well, then they're definitely not pasteurizing their beer. Okay. They Although they, they do have funky. they ha- they also have a pilsner and a kolsch, but yeah. You mm. know where we could probably find this. The Harat, the best mm. beer bar in Indiana, mm. on Muncie. Walnut Street in Muncie. Yes. Mm. This sounds as, like as much detail as our listeners needed about our <laughs> fantasy team. Well, next up, uh, <laughs> let's 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 move to basketball. Uh, Do you guys see that the bubble has headed to the Vatican? Uh, Tell me more. So the Pope. Uh, re, well, an assistant to the Pope the reached Pope out. Needs to get off Instagram. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's why he had his assistant reach out. He was he was busy on Instagram looking yeah. at some yeah. br- Brazilian babes. Um, yeah. 
But an assistant to Pope Francis reached out to the NBA Players Association last week and told them that the, play, the Pope wanted to learn more about how players had brought attention to social justice issues and economic inequality and, and talked to them about what they had planned for the future. So very quickly, uh, the, the union agreed and, and they scheduled an overnight flight on Sunday to go and have a private meeting with the Pope. Um, they had to do it be, uh, that fast because uh, training camp opens December 1st. And mm. so it was just a very tight timeline. So they sent Kyle Korver and Sterling Brown, uh, Jonathan Isaac, who is an ordained minister uh, from the Orlando Magic, um, Anthony Tolliver. Uh, well, they sent real heavy hitters. Uh, yeah, they sent the uh, the Players Association's secretary treasurer. Um, uh, oh, sorry, Anthony Tolliver was the secretary treasurer. Uh, Marco Bellinelli, who also served as the translator. And then uh, Michelle Roberts, of the course. executive director of the Players Union. No, he actually did serve as translator. Were you contesting that fact? No, not what, at all. What language, okay. Latin or Italian? Italian, I'm assuming. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. That's good a good question because the Pope's, mm-hmm. the Pope's from mm-hmm. what? Chile? Argentina. Argentina? Yeah. So Spanish, mm. although Ar- Argentina, Italian. in Argentina, you're you're primarily either German or Italian. That's yeah, true. Mm. Um, but it's a fascist hangout. So they met for about an hour at the papal library in the Apostolic Palace, and then afterwards so toured uh, Saint Peter's Square. Um, so yeah, okay. So Bellinelli did t- did speak to the Pope in Italian, and they gave the Pope. Gifts. They gave him a commemorative basketball, a union-produced book highlighting efforts players have taken, uh, and an Orlando Magic jersey, which I would love to see the Pope wearing his Orlando Magic jersey. <laughs> um, I hope it was a Penny Hardaway. Like, why it wasn't Orlando just any Magic? Orlando Magic? That's interesting. Uh, do any because of religion, religion is magic? Could be. Uh, I thought science. John, I, just, Jonathan, I thought science was the unknown magic. Jonathan Isaac well, is, is, is from the magic. <laughs> ah, well, there you I go. I see. I see. Yeah, and and he's also the one who's an ordained minister. What I don't understand is why they didn't invite Contavius Caldwell Pope. Hmm. You can't That's have two popes in the question. Vatican at the same time. That's uh, 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 there pope, are two popes currently. Yeah. You can't yeah. have three popes in the Vatican at the same time. <laughs> is there still two popes? Yeah, I there's thought still. That he, he no, Benedict down, is still alive. I know he's still, still alive, there. but he's no longer the pope. Right, right, but in the rise of Skywalker, he came back. He's no, still a Nazi. Was. Wait, spoiler! I didn't know that. <laughs> Whoa! I still haven't watched Rise of Skywalker. Thanks. Well, okay, so you don't have to watch Rise of Skywalker to know that the Emperor, aka Pope Benedict, comes back because they don't actually show it in the movie. You know why? Oh. It happened in Fortnite. What? Huh? <laughs> what? In the new Star Wars, you find out that the Emperor has come back, that there's these messages being sent around the galaxy announcing that the Emperor has, has, has been Palpatine? resurrected or whatever. Yeah. And you find out about that in the, in the text crawl at the beginning of the movie, but you never hear the announcement or anything like that. 
the announcement, the only place you could hear that was there was a special event in Fortnite that was like a Star Wars themed event, and that was the big reveal was that the the Emperor's announcement happened in Fortnite. Dude, everything you're saying is like so incredibly stupid. I, I I'm yes, exactly. No, exactly. Not, we live in a. I'm not blaming you for anything. We live in a stupid world. <laughs> this is this is this is what we've it's so come to. True. It's so true. I'm not blaming. I'm not putting this at your feet at all. I'm just saying, like those words are that dumb. It's stupid, yeah. and I, it, it's not. It's not good that that information is even taking up space in my brain either. That's the thing, because I think it's stupid and I hate that. But also, it's just it's in there. It's way in there. Fifty yeah. years from now, if I'm Can't still alive, it. I'll probably be able to talk about. Uh, Do you guys hear about the Palpatine Fortnite thing? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rowdy's on his deathbed and he's still pissed about Fortnite Palpatine. <laughs> I know if I'm resurrected, it's not going to be announced in Fortnite. <laughs> the opening crawl. You're not going to be resurrected, Rowdy. You're going to be raptured. <sighs> Fingers crossed. Any time, any day now. Take me, Lord. Haters. Haters. Taters. Hot taters. That's right. It's time for the surest thing in podcasting served up for your consumption. Smother cover chopped and chewed. Rowdy. Rowdy, my friend. Mm-hmm. It's been so long. How are you, sir? Mm. <laughs> How's your rapture? <laughs> uh, you're just doing so Still so. Still waiting. Still waiting on that round. I just want to know how much money I made. Rowdy's made the guy so that much. leaves the shoes and the pants in his yard and with the sign that just says raptured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy with the quarters in his Nikes just waiting on Hail Bob. Uh, hey, bud, you did okay this week. Okay. Uh, one, of the, one of the games we already knew about, uh, the collective consciousness was able to pull you through. That sure was did. a Thursday night game, Arizona Seattle with a three point spread. You bet, bet, you bet on Seattle, and as of the t- time we actually took that bet, Seattle had already won the game, twenty eight twenty one. So again, congratulations, you won. Okay. Sunday one o'clock, Green Bay went to Indianapolis. Uh, you had in uh, Green Bay as a two and a half point underdog. So how so, much money did I make? <laughs> not it's it's probably well, not looking as good. If I'm doing your books, you're screwed. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, uh, Sunday in four o'clock at the four o'clock hour, Miami went to Denver. You picked Miami uh, minus three and a half. That Denver felt right. Was the, yeah, well, it was wrong. Oh. Uh, Denver was the winner. Jeez. So you're gonna lose that one outright. Jeez. Prime so you time. Didn't do Kansas. that well. No, you sure didn't. Kansas City went to Las Vegas uh, with an, with as an eight point favorite. Kansas City won the game. That was good. That's yeah, who you picked, and they covered. But they only won. They didn't. They only won by four, so they did not cover. So that'll be a loss. And finally, Monday, the Rams went to Tampa Bay. The Los Angeles Rams wearing their dirty long johns uh, uniforms. Just yeah, but the pewter on Tampa Bay looks good. I oh, like the yeah, I like the Tampa full Bay's pewter. Got, they need to bring that creamsicle back though, for real. But they can't. That's the problem. Why? Um, 
uh, I am emotionally invested in this as well. And they can't bring the creamsicle back because there is an NFL rule that only allows you to use one helmet shell per year. So you can't change your helmet. You can change anything else on your uniform. And you can, I think you have up to three or maybe it's four uniforms per year. Oh, so like the Colts can't bring back those blue horseshoes. You can't have a, yeah, once you, once you have the white helmet, you have to stick with the white helmet, so you can't go to a blue helmet oh. or something else. So they can't do the creamsicle unless they committed to the creamsicle for the entire year, which well, why wouldn't you? they should. You? Yeah, the, why wouldn't you? It's exactly. amazing. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. that Orange Julius sponsorship is just sitting there waiting on you. Just waiting, yeah. So, yeah. That's in case anybody out there was wondering why the creamsicle doesn't make a comeback. That's why. But they could do something similar to their current uniform that maybe uh, incorporated more orange. I don't know. We're just spitballing. You know what anyway, else they could? You, pick, you know what else they could do? They could win. What's that? That's true. They could yep. win. Yeah. You pick. You pick. You pick Tampa Bay and Tampa Tom, and they were the big losers. The Rams won oh, 27 cool. 24 so that was a loss for you as well. <laughs> creamsicle, no creamsicle, didn't matter. You were one and four this week, buddy. Uh, not, Yikes. it wasn't a great week for you. Not a great week. Any, any final thoughts before we move on to this week? I picks? even tried to help you out, Rowdy. I was going to say maybe I should have listened to you guys. I just was following my gut, but uh-huh. um, as yeah. any better does. I don't know how I, <laughs> I don't know how IBS affects your gut picks, but it must not have been. No. Yeah, they come fast and loose. That's how your picks come. <laughs> that, fast that and is loose true. And inflamed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Without any foreknowledge, you're just. And it's always it's always a surprise. <laughs> yes. You need to you need to move to Seattle so you can carry a card that gets you into any bathroom in the city, like Mike McCready. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Hey, guys, that was some good radio. That made up for that radio where we talked about the spreadsheet, right? Once we get the, the, the diarrhea banter going, it's just, yeah. All right, this week's picks. Thursday, uh, the first game of our Thanksgiving uh, feast. Houston goes to Detroit when, when it, with their traditional Thanksgiving Day game. A tradition unlike any other. <laughs> a, a sad Detroit Thanksgiving. <laughs> Houston. Even Barry Sanders hates Detroit now. Yeah, he's like, I don't, I don't want to do this. Uh, Houston is the, is the favorite. The spread is three. Rowdy, who you got? Uh, it's going to be Houston. Houston, Ooh. okay. You don't, you don't agree? Uh, well, How do you feel about that? Matt, no. I don't know whether Matt Stafford's going to play or not. He's got a thumb. Hmm. He's he is slated to play. DeAndre Swift is uh, coming back from his concussion and limited. He's been limited. Uh, Kenny Galladay, their star wide receiver, is looking like he will miss the game. So Houston Uh-oh. isn't a bad pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't. They, I didn't got think so. The offensive. Uh, yeah. So, and and the over under is fifty one. So Good could grief. get a little pointsy. Yeah. Wow. Thursday, your your four o'clock game. The Washington football team goes to Dallas. Uh, to face off against the Red Rifle. What's that mean? Dallas is... What's the Red Rifle? Uh, Andy That's Dalton, their quarterback. Andy Dalton. Oh. Dallas is a three-point favorite at home. Who you got? 
Anything else you want to know about this? It's 46 point spread. It's low. 46. The line has not really moved. There's a lot to think about here. Who's starting for uh, at QB for Washington? Uh, um, what's his name? Alex Smith. Starting at QB. See, I'm starting to think about this, and I don't like the feeling of this. Yeah. So I'd say Dallas. Hey, have you guys... Um, Dallas. Did you guys hear about how AWS, uh, one of their data centers, had a crash, and about half the internet went down? I, that may have been an exaggeration, half, but did you guys experience this at all today? Today? Was that no. last night? My internet went out from midnight to about 6 a.m. last night. That was probably, must be when it happened. Hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to reload uh, my site, my uh, sports stat site. I'm less concerned about your sports stat site, and and I'm more concerned about how your recording of this podcast is going. Is that still open, or did that crash (laughs) 20 minutes into us talking? No. Hey, man, my tea tea was all off. My tea was all off tonight. So did you pick Dallas? Is that what yeah, happened? Yeah, Dallas. Okay, thank you. Amari Cooper's uh, going to be 13 for 134 and two touchdowns. Sunday, uh, 1 o'clock, Tennessee comes to Indianapolis. Indianapolis is a three-point favorite. This is for the AFC South, folks. We're all tied up in the AFC South. Okay. Indy holds the tie break right now as they won the first game against Tennessee. Now, Rowdy, I'll tell you this real quick. Yeah, Derrick Henry is the lead running back for Tennessee from the Crimson Tide. Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, I don't think... I don't think... yards per game. I don't think Indy's got this. Okay. Indianapolis has the top five rushing defense, but hey, that's... It's it's your rapture. Sunday in (laughs) primetime, Chicago goes to Green Bay. Eight and a half point favorite for Green Bay. There, yeah, big it's gonna be. I was gonna home. say it's gonna be Green Bay. That energy, Bay. you can't replicate can that. You really can't. Can I? Uh, can I point something out though? Yeah, you've gone. You've gone for the favorite on these big spreads. Every time you've had the opportunity, and it has paid off for you zero times. What's the spread Just on put that? that out there. What's the spread on this game? Eight and a half. Green Bay. Yeah, I. Uh, but I, but to, at this moment, as we record this at now Thursday, uh, twelve forty-four a.m., Chicago does not have a quarterback. <laughs> right. Because both both Foles and Mitch Trubisky are hurt at this point. Right. At this Ugh. point. So, oh finally, God. Monday in primetime, Seattle Seahawks and the Philadelphia Eagles. We've got the John Jay Audubon Bowl. Uh, oh, Seattle nice. is a five-point favorite. Who do you? Got? I was gonna say I'm gonna go for who I hope wins, and that's Seattle. Hmm. You got I don't know. I think you're gonna see. Jay- I think you might see Jalen Hurts this week. Hmm. Oh, I really started do. his uh, Hall of Fame career. Here it that's comes. That's right. That's right. Greatest player in go uh, down as the second greatest player in Eagles history, right behind Randall Cunningham. <laughs> From Happy Days? All right, so... Yep. Yes, same exactly. guy. Th- that was the All older right, so brother that walked upstairs and they just never came back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. He said, hey, I'm walking here. And then he was gone. <laughs> so here's your picks. You've got Houston over Detroit on Thanksgiving for the 12 o'clock game. D- 
Dallas over Washington football team by three for the Thanksgiving 4 o'clock game. Sunday 1 o'clock, you've got Tennessee over Indianapolis on the road, plus three. And Green Bay Green at pick. home, minus eight and a half against the Chicago Bears. Finally, Seattle laying those five points, going to Philadelphia, you've got Seattle. Feels good. Rowdy, I think you're four and one this week. That's my prediction. <laughs> four and one. Okay. Which that's yeah, the which good side, you? right? Yeah. Four and one. Yeah. I think the uh, <laughs> Feels right. I think I think Washington beats Dallas. I might even go five and one. You could. You could, yeah. You might if go we had five. Six games. Yep. Yep. Do you want to tease any of these? Yeah, I'll tease it. Uh, When God was throwing intelligence down to earth, you were holding an umbrella. Oh, I'm teasing. Haters. All right, so Snoop, I saw you put in a headline that says Space Jam 2 has begun production. Mm -hmm. I want to know your source because we've already talked about Space Jam 2. We've already seen... Uh, behind-the-scenes footage say, of yeah. people in costumes and everything else. So what's your source here? Come on. I'm challenging you. What does uh, this mean? Source. Does it mean post-production? Are we talking post-production? Are yeah, we talking we're about now. wrapping post-production? What are we talking we're, about? We're, we're talking about the animation. Because production done been started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all I know is I saw it on the Internet. Well, it must that be. So that's your source. Do you have an article? Do you have what do you like? What do you want to talk about with this? No, that's your source, I just, sir. <laughs> I, I, my my only uh, my only goal in putting this on our rundown is that we keep this. Uh, I've, I've started a, a calendar of of major events and sports that we need to come back to. Like, do you do you guys realize that uh, the malice in the palace? Anniversary was last week when we were recording, and we totally no. missed it. We no. missed of course it. You didn't. Yeah, oh we didn't God. even mention it. So I just wanted to put that on there. I think I should add it to my sports milestone calendar. That Space Jam Two has begun production. Uh, it, no, no, that's fake news. It's been done, been in production, and also it's not Space Jam Two. It's Space Jam: A New Legacy. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Okay. When you come, well, when you when you come with Space Jam news, bet, you come bet correct. Come correct. Hey, bet this, come correct. and that's another reason why I put it on here. I knew that if anybody was going to know anything about the new Space Jam, whatever they're deciding to call it, I think it's a mistake not to put the two at the end. But what do I know? So far, all of my predictions about COVID have been uh, a bit off. We'll say. Uh, <laughs> I knew you would have some information about this. I figured as our, our uh, resident archivist on all things Space Jam, mm-hmm. uh, you would know what was going on. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like eh, it's already happened. Yeah, but bless your heart. We need to know about <laughs> it. We need to know. We need to keep this uh, at the top of our, our, our T's and P's. Well, speaking of coming correct, uh, what do you guys think about this Tyson versus Jones Jr. fight that is coming up? I don't know anything about this. I just read this headline. Who's Jones Jr.? Uh, Roy Jones Indiana Jr. Jones? Roy Jones Jr. is a four-time champion of the world. Uh, we called the dog boxing. Roy Jones. We named the dog Roy Jones Jr. We <laughs> named you Indiana. <laughs> I got that. I got that flip, but. 
There yeah, you that go. was perfect. Four time, four different weight classes, world champion. Roy Jones Jr. is, uh, let's see here, he's 51-year-old Roy Jones Jr. is going up against 54-year-old Michael Tyson. So this is more age-wise, this is much more evenly matched than I thought. Okay. Absolutely. I I assumed it was going to be Mike Tyson going after some, like, 20-year-old or something. Oh, no, sir. We have two former heavyweight champions of the world going head-to-head Saturday night on pay-per-view. Mike Tyson uh, is... Licking frogs. Come, yes, mm-hmm. he does do the toad, no doubt about Losing, it. Lost his ego. Uh, Mike Tyson, he, he did. He, he killed his ego, and but now it's back. Now he has mm. channeled Alexander the Great <laughs> and all the other great conquerors. Uh, is that what back. he says? Mike, yo, absolutely. He is a... Mike Tyson is a... Uh, a student of the history of conquerors. Mike Tyson coming in at, with a record of <laughs> 50 wins, six losses with 44 knockouts versus Roy, jo- Roy Jones Jr., 66 wins, nine losses, 47 knockouts. The 54-year-old versus the 51-year-old will fight on Saturday night in an eight-round, two minutes per round, uh, fight with celebrity judges. This is an exhibition fight. What? The purse is $30 million, which will go to charity. These guys are just going to get stacked back up and uh, go blow to blow. So that is happening Saturday night pay-per-view. I have not uh, come across a price yet, but like I said earlier, boys, I paid 50 bucks to watch this fight. Fifty dollars? Oh, sure. Gosh, no Why not? It's gonna Why be not? on YouTube the next day. I don't know, man. Boxing's a little tight with their with their footage. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll mm-hmm. see. There'll be there'll be footage. Uh, a couple there'll weeks. Be, there'll be, be there'll be there'll be footage. No, but think about back in the days of like the Pony Express. It, <sighs> you it might have been six months before you knew who won that fight. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all. Nice and that's all you would have been able to talk about at your prospecting camp. You would have been just as excited. Mm-hmm. Um, What's really interesting about this fight and how these guys got into shape? Uh, Mike Tyson has been uh, cited as using uh, human growth hormones, stem cell therapy, all kinds of things to get back into shape. I'm sure Roy Jones Jr. is doing the same thing. Uh, the most interesting thing about Mike Tyson coming into this fight is he has a career-winning purse of $685 million that he won over his career. He currently has a net worth of a whopping $3 million. That's what happens, wow. when, you, that's what happens when you buy tigers and lions and keep them on chains. <laughs> But this is going to be an know, interesting man. fight. I think this is going to be cool. I think it's a cool idea. But do, do you think, knowing that they're going out there as old men um, and don't really have anything on the line, they don't have their career on the line, they don't have... They got their uh, reputation, though. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I mean, they're both they, champions of the world. They don't have any, like, real financial stake in it. 
it just doesn't seem like they have much to 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 swing for. So I, I don't know. I kind of feel like this is this is like going to be half-assed. Why are you such a buzzkill? That, on this, that would dude. be this my be fear. Awesome. I guess. I guess that's the only that would be my fear in in spending fifty dollars for this thing and then like it's sucking. Because wow. boxing is kind of boring well, to watch anyway, which is why I always I waited until I. I agree. Found out but, who won it by via Pony Express, but but don't you think that this, if anything, is going to bring it back to boxing at its prime? It's Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson. We're we're not getting the Mayweather where you just dance for twelve rounds, you know. And I mean, he's he, just like Mayweather's a great technical boxer. He's also a featherweight, which is not as entertaining as heavyweight in my world. But the, these guys are power. Fighters, you want big beefy gentlemen just yeah, I want big beefy brutes beating the hell out of each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think I think we can see it. What I don't like about it is this circus act of celebrity judges, whatever the hell that is. And I don't like two minute rounds. What the hell is that about? Sure, it's a, eight it's eight a rounds at two minutes. It should be twelve rounds at three minutes. That's how you fight. But nonetheless, I think it's going to be cool. Mm. I do. Well, and we'll find my out. pick we'll, is we'll find out next week. But I got uh, I got Tyson in four. There's no way he. There's no way he's not going to do it out for charity. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. There's no way Mike Tyson's going eight rounds. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson doesn't have longevity. Fair. Mike Tyson's got power. Mike Tyson got to knock him out early. Roy Jones, I think, although conditioning, uh, you know, who knows. But Tyson was Tyson was great because he was quick. You never saw 10, 11, 12-round Mike Tyson fights, very rarely. So Tyson's got to get him quick. Otherwise, I think Roy might outlast him. Mm, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait till the right. Pony Express gets to me. I'll text I'll you. I'll wait till I get that night. 1G LTE. Yeah, I'll one G text even, you. I'll ten cent yeah, text you Saturday night and let you know what happens. <laughs> yeah, on your singular wireless rollover minutes. Thank These you, things sir. are costing really... me ten cents a piece, you jackass. I'm roaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's it. We did it. We did sports episode one sixty seven. As always, I want to thank the minister of sound, Mikey Jeff Belly Music, the commissioner Brandon Casburn, food editor Dennis Chu. And the honorary ball boy this week is? Unfortunately, the honorary ball boy this week is Gordon Hayward of Butler Bulldogs fame, RIP to Mo and Johnny's. Uh, We got a little tease that we thought we were going to get Gordon Hayward back. We were going to steal him from uh, the Boston Celtics, Danny Ainge, and Pete Buttigieg and get him for a five-year contract. But uh, unfortunately, Michael Jordan cashed in, locked him up for $120 million for five years. So Gordon Hayward is now a Charlotte Hornet. Overpaid. Overpaid. Congratulations, Gordon. Big time. What I say, he's just chasing happiness. Who, Jordan or Hayward? That. Hayward. Okay. 
Does North Carolina make you happy? Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? Yeah.